Your task manager is a home for everything you must do, which obligations and might want to do, options. And as I mentioned in the previous article and video and episode, I prefer Google Tasks. It is by far the simplest and most user-friendly, although remember the milk, to-do list and things are solid alternatives. On the computer, Google Tasks is accessed via your Gmail, but if you install an extension, which I link in the show notes, you can access your tasks separately. And this one is very good. I found it out today and it's been a revelation of all sorts. You add a task by pressing the plus sign and add to a list of your choice. More on that uh, in an upcoming video and episode. When you're finished or do not want to do the task anymore, check it off. It's very simple, right? (laughs) The task manager should be very close to you at all times. So now I want to rant a little bit on why, or actually a lot, on why the getting things done system is severely flawed, which is probably why you clicked this video in the first place, if I know you correctly. The famous getting things done system argues for clarifying your to-dos down to the desired outcome and the very physical activity. According to the founder, David Allen, if you do not take the extra steps, you have not finished your thinking. And although this practice is very useful, defining down to the very physical action, this workflow that GTD has, has a severe flaw. It presents a ton of friction straight away since you now have to expel brain power to every single task. And also the world can change and the tasks and desired outcomes can change too. So after 2.5 years of practicing GTD in various form and looking at every single interview of David Allen, both from podcasts and YouTube and TED Talk and pod- more podcasts, interviews, etc. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I invest a lot of time uh, in working out how GTD works. But I can confirm after 2.5 years that the extra friction is enough to prevent me from writing down the task at all, which leads to the opposite effect. However, you have to clarify down to the next action nonetheless. But, and it's a big difference, I suggest that you do it differently instead. GTD workflow works the following when applying to reality. First, capture the task on paper or other tools as few words as possible, since it's going to be frictionless. And in a separate batch time, look at the task again in your in-basket, figure out what the desired outcome and the physical next action is. Write that physical next action on a next actions list with reliable retrievability and a project list if next steps after it. And then it is a delay in time. And when you come back, you come back to the next action list and make sure it is current. Clarify again if it is not. It's probably not explicit, but I know that it's the reality. And then do the task straight away, effortlessly. So there's still a lot of steps. And my solution is the following. What's called the barbell system. 
capture the idea directly into Google Tasks instead of another place, as few words possible. So, so far in the same, except that uh, the Google Task is your capture tool. Then it's a delay in time. You don't need to do anything. But then comes the magic. Come back to the task and figure out the next action without writing it down. Yeah, you heard it correctly. Just a brief thought in your head. And then do the task straight away, effortlessly. This workflow is much, much simpler. I've elimin eliminated all the steps except for the initial capture and a brief clarification before you do the actual task. And because the clarification is delayed until the very last moment, you do not need to worry about it being obsolete. So to illustrate this, and it's going to be very clear once you see the spectacle and the antidote in practice, I'm going to present David Allen's most favorite examples for you GTD fans. You've probably heard it. It's mom's birthday. The GTD workflow would then look like this. So from a GTD perspective, you write down mom's birthday on David Allen note-taker wallet. I mean, you have to do GTD, right? Or other capture tool. Put it in your sacred in-basket. In a holy clarification session, you pick up the note from your in-basket and ask yourself, what is the desired outcome and physical next action? You find out that you should call your sister for advice because you don't really know much about how it's looking at the moment. You then write, call sister how to arrange mom's birthday, both on your sacred calls list and, don't forget, on your dis new designed new designated project called Give Mom a Spectacular Birthday Experience. All of this in OmniFocus or Lotus Notes with an e-productivity overlay, of course. And then it's a natural delay in time after you've done the clarification steps. Now you come back to the task three days later when you want to call or in the call mode, so to speak. However, you realize that Many things have happened since then. Your brother is now the designated person to inform you about the ideas since your sister is on a relaxing vacation and doing digital detox at the same time. So in total panic, you scramble down all your notes in the David Allen note-taking wallet and in basket. You upload OmniFocus and update both your project and your sacred call list in a shameful manner replacing your sister with calling your brother instead. It's misery, I know. And now you feel safe calling your brother and do it in an effortless manner. I don't know about you, but the workflow, as you can see on the screen if you're watching YouTube, sounds incredibly chaotic. I would not wish that overhead dissonance and breakdown of my worst enemy, like for real. Instead, my barbell system has the following workflow to the same example. First, you open Google Tasks and write down mom's birthday. So far, so good. But then, delay in time. Now we're out. It's done from there. Three days later, when you feel like it, you open Google Tasks and briefly ask yourself, 
What is the next action? You find out that you should call your brother for advice since your sister is doing a digital detox vacation. Now you feel safe calling your brother and do it in an effortless manner. Huge difference in terms of overhead, number of actions required, and mental sanity. So in the barbell example, you only need to write it down once. Your next action is now well connected to reality and zero overhead is required. Your task manager becomes a capture tool in itself and a place for reliable retrieval. The next action is not changed, but delayed. Your judgment of what to do is delayed until the very last moment. And if you operate like this, you will not be disturbed that it says only mom's birthday. You trust that you will figure it out the next action when you do it. So it's like, okay, reminder, I've got to figure it out. So no need to overthink it, so to speak. It's just paused. Imagine scenarios like the previous example of mom's birthday happening around 150 times each day, according to David Allen. As you receive many inputs, you can quickly see from a scalable perspective, which system will self-destruct, which is GTD, and which one will be anti-fragile, which is my barbell system, which system of fears versus loves change. No wonder why you people complain of falling off the GTD wagon all the time and stuff like that, because it is a recipe for misery and cognitive dissonance. However, GTD is much, much better than having no system at all. And having no system at all, it's pure hell, pure and other hell. <sighs> Nevertheless, the barbell system is much, much better still than GTD. And Nassim Taleb, the famous author, repeatedly argues in the masterpiece Anti-Fragile that small things love volatility and large things do not. In other words, you want your system to be as small as possible to effortlessly surf on top of the waves instead of sinking in GTD style. The barbell system is your surfboard. In addition, I haven't really mentioned the, the, the desired outcome, but you shouldn't define it when doing barbell. And I've written and talked about in great length, which I link in the show notes, why you should abolish expectations and predictions of all costs so don't have a desired outcome. But the summary is this. One, you simply cannot predict the future. Stop it. Two, you do not know what you want until you get presented with it. So in other words, you should look for options instead of predictions. Three, you constrain reality to your immature view of it, like a procrustean bed. Four, you're super fragile to change with lots of negative emotions coming as well. So what necessary? And five, trial and error is the way to go if you want unconstrained success. Look at the entrepreneurs out there. However, we are not done yet with the task manager because now we covered how to use it in practice like input in, shake off, and why you should be very brief when you write it down. But there is a significant difference between obligations and options still. 
And once you get that difference, then it's night and day because then you want everything happening to you rather than the opposite. So this one is going to be very key. And I touched a little bit on that in the, the opening video about the barbell, which you can check out in the description. And you need this information to dominate whatever happens in your life.